0: Welcome to the Recovering Academic Podcast. I'm Amanda, and I left academia about one year ago to become a scientific editor for grants and manuscripts and an editorial manager for our science website.
1: I'm Ian, and I've recently left academia to move into a science communication, editing, and publishing career.
0: And I'm Dr.
2: PMS. I've left academia about two years ago to work as a biotech salesperson, and I'm still in recovery.
0: We're in various phases of transitioning out of academia and we'll share insights advice and problems we encounter at each stage
2: hello everybody welcome back to the new season of the recovering academic podcast i'm clady and i'm here with amanda and ian and we are excited about starting this new season with you guys and to begin the season we were we decided to talk about a topic that is everywhere whenever you are job hunting that is networking everybody says that you have to network that networking is important that you cannot get jobs if you don't network that about 80% of the jobs are that are you can get through networking but What exactly is networking and how do you do the networking as a recovering academic?
1: Right. And more importantly, maybe to start is how do you connect to networking and motivate yourself to actually do it? Like, how do you get into the headspace where you're okay to network? (laughs) That's a particular struggle for me, honestly.
0: Well, I can tackle that. I don't. You don't network? Well, I don't get into the, like, a Headspace to network because anytime that I've actually set out in some sort of setting to network, I feel really awkward and I have made, like, zero connections.
1: (laughs) That, precisely. Right, yeah, I'm with you on that. Like, yeah, completely agree. So it's not just, like, Headspace, oh, I'm going to network here. No, for me, it's, that does not work, right? Like, Let's just...
2: Yeah, I think that in in order to work, it's just like, maybe you need to get into that... uh, It's not like you're going to get into a network mode, but just assume that you are networking all the time. And it's not just like, uh, really, okay, I'm going to say this because of what... I might get a job. It's just like being prone to, to make connections and to talk to people in a general way um, I right. feel like if you can do that in a way that is more natural and smoothly will be
1: easier Sure, so but that's what I'm talking about, I'm getting into the mood to network, because I my switch tends to be set to off when it is generally connecting with people, I say no 99% well, of the time Yes. <laughs> right like, i am not open to that don't talk to me don't bother me um I'm and confused. so like for me like i really have to like figure out like how to align my headspace to be like no you need to connect with people um, yeah but that's and, like, the that's, point like, I mean, it can so, be like it happens all the time and it's a continuous process right but it's, yes. it's not like i'm setting out to one event to like oh i'm here to meet people and network
0: So i do like i kind of do things to where I put myself in a position to where I have to talk to people. So, like, conferences are a really great example. Like, I will go to some, like, I'll go to a poster session, and my entire goal of the poster session is to meet somebody, to talk to, to where I'm not the person hanging around the coffee and cookies the whole time. (laughs) Like, yeah, and then it's pretty...
1: Yes. right or it's just i mean at conferences like the between times or like you're walking down the stairs or you're on the escalator or something you just say hi to the person next to you because they're there to meet people too and it's like a quick thing that's not necessarily going to lead anywhere but you know you never know it might and it's a good way to like just practice introducing yourself to people really quickly like you know and get into the mood for the rest of the conference where you can just like start talking to somebody randomly like at the poster session or
2: but this works great if you are in academia or if you are already doing something on the field that you want to do Uh, so then okay you work with uh, neuroscience so I go to the SFM meeting and then I talk to tons of people but um, what if you are leaving academia and you want to find a new job and you don't even know what job you want and and you still have to network
1: right and
2: (laughs) i don't know the answer i'm just throwing things out there
1: we should like excuse me pardon me wow my throat there um Mm. we should maybe define what working means right like you know when networking works what that actually means because it doesn't necessarily mean networking and you get a job like it's a lot more nebulous than that
2: oh yeah yeah
1: so you know what we mean by networking working well is just authentically connecting with other people about some shared interest that you might have or you know like sharing information with people right like that's more what it is and they might be able to like take your resume at some point like oh eventually a job emerges out of the noise
0: right and so like what i meant by like trying not to like i don't get into the headspace of networking is because i feel like when i'm in that like when i'm in the mode of okay i need to meet people because i'm looking for a job or i know i might eventually look for a job or something like and i want like you know and i need to make these connections Instead, I try to focus on, like, okay, I want to meet somebody to where I'm not looking like the sad person that's over by the food table the whole night. Or I want to, like, I want to meet somebody if I'm at a, like, AMWA. Like, I want to meet somebody else who's a freelancer because I would like to just, like, have somebody to bounce ideas off of. Like, mm-hmm. so I try to come up with There's other... Shop to work with. Like, right, like, that I can do, like... Sure. Yeah, that I can meet over like even if we live like across the country, I can meet over Skype and we can work together. Like mm-hmm. I try to go from it with different like a different angle. Like that still sounds kind of like I'm trying to get something for somebody, but it's a more of a mutual thing. Like if we're working together in a coffee shop, then it means that they're getting something and I'm getting something too. Like yeah, I think tri- that I God, feel like the. Family.
2: The, the the difference of of mindset it it helps a lot yes. and it reminds me of um i i actually found this tweet i looked for that earlier today um uh, that they were on um dr q mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. podcast they were saying that it's uh, networking, it's not who you know, it's not what you know, it's who knows what you know. That's true. So that's kind of like the mindset, I think that you could uh, try to get is not really, uh, oh, I need to meet people, I need to meet people and, and randomly just walking around and trying to meet desperately new people because that's not going to work you know Mm -hmm. because they you might need know them uh and but it has to be a two-way street like you need to 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 know them they need to know you and then maybe and the whole reason of networking is that you never know who will need who will be a good contact to have you might need them but also they might oh i met amanda that last Conference and she can Help you editing this thing You know
1: mm-hmm. Right and it's right yeah. exactly
0: Well and I've passed like I've passed work On to other people that I knew Like that mm-hmm. I've met kind of randomly And I was like oh I know somebody who would be perfect for that And then I'll yeah. put them together
1: Right well this is where we Also need to make the very Important point that it's you don't Network at specific times Like you network well before you're probably looking for a job or like trying to figure out what field you might want to transition into to learn more about it to start meeting people in that field because like you know and you start you know like yeah so yeah this is like a continuous process and like that's the, the flip the switch I have to flip is that you know like for me personally is that getting into the headspace of working on intentionally and authentically connecting with other people who might know something interesting that I need to know, or who might know people who are, have knowledge that I need to get.
0: Yeah. My big like hurdle is I feel like I'm bothering people. Like, even if I'm like not trying to get something (laughs) from them, like I'm always like, Ooh, I don't want to, I don't, you know, I don't necessarily want to bother them like, and talk like Mm. somehow like me talking to them is going to bother them.
1: Precisely. yeah, that's my yeah, it's one of my biggest skills too, which is part of the reason like, you know, like networking might include some very non-traditional mm-hmm. kinds of things you might not think about as networking. But like, you know, if you write your own blog or if you are.
2: Well, you can have to work on Twitter,
1: right? Oh, yeah. You can you can read, uh,
2: follow people. And then if they don't follow you back, you can just tweet at them and say, hey, I love your work. I love what you do. I love whatever, and then um, ideally you could write one or two sentences of why you're 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 approaching them. Mm-hmm. I do this and this, and I would like to do what you do. Uh, I'm looking into transitioning into your role or whatever. You know that will be something that
1: right, like the easiest like the easiest like cold networking to do is it is on probably on social media at this mm-hmm. point but like it could also be through email of like just finding someone who's doing interesting work and be like hey your work is really interesting and cool thank you for doing it yeah and like they might respond they might not but like that's all you know, you're not doing anything other than just like you're interesting to me and that's cool like you're doing interesting stuff and that's cool well, it's like that somebody-
0: sorry somebody once mentioned that they were going to like I don't I don't want to mention their name in case they don't want to be on our podcast or mention on our podcast but like (laughs) they mentioned that they were going to be at the university near my town and or in my town and they were going to be there and they were just like yeah and I've got like three hours to kill tomorrow afternoon before I go to the airport and I was like oh I have like I've been like person was cool I wanted to meet them I was like hey I've got like I've got, like, two hours free because I'm going to be doing an incubation then. that horrendous experiment. But I've got, like, two hours free. Do you want to go out to lunch? And I'm happy to take you wherever you would like to go around town. And they were like, oh, yeah, that'd be great. And now, like, we talk. And a couple of years later, they were like, hey, would you like – I've got some business I can throw your way. And we had just, you know, kept in touch over the years, like, just, you know, because I thought they were a cool person. Wow, you did that to me. Oh, yeah, that's true too.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I went there and I told you that I was going to be in town and we went for lunch, remember? And that was way before the podcast.
0: Oh, yeah, that was a long time before the podcast. And I was just like, yeah. So, I mean, like, you could, and I figured the worst that happens is you were like, no. Like, I figured the worst that happens is that you unfollowed me on Twitter and whatever, that would be fine. Or you were kind of like this weird person, wanted to ask, like, wanted to get lunch with me.
2: Well, we both had our car, so we were yeah. just like, have gone away, but it was great. You took me oh. to a ribs place, right?
0: Yes, Adam's ribs. Ah. It was delicious. The- I, I remember. Did I remember I there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I guess
0: Still
1: a little bit. Yes, well, that's it. the
2: thing. I sure. guess that uh, I feel like for me, well, I know that. I am the, the the third point here yeah, total the, the curve because I'm an extrovert. I love to talk, and um, I need to be careful not to talk too much about me and and try to listen. That's kind of like something that working as a salesperson helped me a lot, taught me a lot. That you need to listen a lot to people more than you talk. Um, Do you but any, I,
0: like? A- Advice on like how you did that or was it just something that you paid attention to and you like trained yourself to do over time as I interrupted talk more than you are <laughs> yeah I feel like I, I because
2: I didn't have experience with sales mm-hmm. um, I I started listening to some podcasts and listening to uh, and a lot of people from my company workers kind of helped me mm-hmm. um, going into sales and they gave me like some small advice of things and and one of the things that someone told me was yeah just push them and just try to just ask questions. I, I talk um, I, I sell to academics and because I sell uh, high level and there's it's very expensive so I normally deal with the PIs. Mm-hmm. So they're like, oh, ask them to talk about their research, ask them to what they do. So then you will know. And normally professors they love to talk about their research. So then you, you, and then you just listen. Um, so it took me a while because I knew a lot of things like grants, how grants work, and blah blah blah. So I kind of wanted to give my fifty cents a lot of the times. But I feel like it's I I started noticing that. Um, you need to, to slow down. You need to listen more. I still feel like I'm not there yet. <laughs> <laughs> I still feel like I, I, I talk too much. Uh, I wish that I could talk less. But it is, it, it's tough for me. But uh, what I feel is um, I really like to make connections. I, I do. I, I'm an extrovert. I get energy from that. So I like to talk to people and I like to know about them as well. And and I feel like for me, it comes easy that I don't really have a state of mind that, oh, I need to talk to this person. Uh, and maybe I feel like if you are in the position that you're transitioning and you're or you are looking for a job and then you're doing that more then maybe you can be a little bit more aware, because then you can kind of ask a specific questions of uh, what do you do, and then normally people will ask what do you do as well, and then you can talk about yourself, and if there's something alike, or someone say, oh, my my neighbor, she is a neuroscientist, or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. there's always those things that happen. Um, if the person is right like a general person that you met somewhere else, but try to to do it more like, I don't know, you're just talking to another human being and just getting uh, to know them. And, and then maybe you will talk a little bit of yourself and just do your elevator pitch. That is another also like golden thing that you should have it. I never had it. I never use it, but I mean,
0: yeah, I do remember. So I did take a um, networking workshop when I was a postdoc. That was um, actually, I think it was taught by a friend of yours, Clady. Um, oh, well, yeah. Yeah. Um, and one of the things in there that kind of stuck with me that I focus on now when I'm trying to get past this whole idea of the my inherent kind of feeling that networking is somewhat smarmy um is that I try to think of a connection that I can do for them to help them out so like if I'm talking to somebody and they're talking about how they're interested in neuroscience then I would be like oh I know a neuroscience person that you could talk to or something like that like I try to come up with a way that I can help them and that way I don't feel quite so um awkward if that makes sense
2: it does, but um, I don't know if it helps you with the purpose of networking, you know mm-hmm.
0: well, coming back
2: to the it's not who you know, what you know, but mm-hmm. who knows what you know,
0: yeah, but like when you're doing that, like part of the idea is, is that what I remember from the workshop, and if I misunderstand, if I'm misrepresenting it, fault's mine, not his. Um, <laughs> I will is- let him know. I will tell him to listen to this podcast. <laughs> yeah. And so the idea is is like you know you talk to that person and you ask them questions to find out what they're doing and what they need and then you can come up with like like a connection or some way that you might be able to help them then that fosters then you a create relationship. the relationship right. yep and so then it's more of a focusing on the relationship and what you guys are doing for each other as opposed to this one-sided like kind of how I feel about like when I say smart me like networking brings to mind of like trying to get them to give you something if that makes sense yeah
2: it does ian is just nodding nodding yeah not ian people cannot see you Mm -hmm. you have to talk
1: yeah yeah because it's a podcast i want it noted (laughs) i was so i was practicing listening I think I was silent for about four and a half minutes there (laughs) on the podcast. So now uh, I want to understand how easily, like, I slip into that, Mm -hmm. there you go. Like, I was quiet for four and a half minutes, and, like, I can pretty easily go longer in most situations. And then, like, my usual tactic is, like, oh, and then what happened? Or, like, you know, what, like, the next, like, just prompting them, the person I'm talking to, to keep talking. I agree with Amanda about you know like finding out the way that you can help them when you're reaching out to connect um, and you know, like yeah, I think that's really important, and like in terms of like getting into the headspace of connecting with people, like you know, I find it helpful sometimes to think about when I'm doing research, I'm trying to really connect and do a deep dive into like what people used to think and people in the past and like, you know, what like really animate that in my own head to like bring it alive. And that's what you're trying to do when you're networking too, is, you know, do that with people who you're just talking to at that point. Right. It's, Mm -hmm. you know, authentically connecting with a subject and it's new and it's interesting and you're excited about it. And, you know, like you would be for the thing you research presumably, or like whatever it is that you get excited and curious about, like, tap into that to um, connect to other people.
2: Yeah, no, I agree. I think that this is a good strategy. I was just trying to play devil's advocate because sometimes you might find people that it's a one-time situation. Mm -hmm. Like, you just met them um, by chance in whatever, and you really wanna talk to them, and then you know that, You're not going to make a relationship in five minutes of conversation, but you still want to give an impression.
1: Right. And I would say the vast majority of connections you make are going to be one-time connections and you'll never see them again. Like, it's the rare, at least in my experience, it's the rare person who, you know, sticks around and, like, you know, and, like, the people who are persistent in my life, like, they're the people I'm close friends with. And, you know, like that's, um, but like I said, that's the exception, not the rule. And that's going to be the case the vast majority of the time. Right. It's, you know, like for in terms of like networking to eventually land a job, like, you know, N equals one is success because, you know, for most of us, we can only do one job at a time fully. Um, I know the world's slightly changing and we do many hats and many, you know, gig economy things and whatever to like keep our plates spinning. But, um, you know, like most of us are still one full-time job and like, you know, you've succeeded if your networking has led you to a job that you are excited about starting or getting or um, that feels like it's, you know, a stepping stone to growth for you personally. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, but I think it's important also after you've made that successful, like, transition or leap to a new job is to Mm -hmm. make sure that you leave the ladder down for the people behind you. So, like, Mm -hmm. you maintain any sort of, like, you maintain relationships with people, even if people, especially, maybe even especially with people who might be junior to you in, um... Either behind mm. you, like, career transition-wise, like how we are, or, like, in the corporate structure, too. Because yeah. Yeah. then that helps. Um, I think that helps everybody.
1: Yes. It's important to do network maintenance, and that's something that I'm <laughs> really not good <laughs> at. Like, I'll be My honest right it's just you know like it's you know like hey connecting with people every couple months or you know whatever just mm-hmm. like hey how's it going was thinking of you um you know whatever that is
0: i've been trying to be more intentional about that just with my friendships because mm-hmm. like i have um i have a lot of good friends that have moved you know now all across the country like i'm sure we all have um mm-hmm. but i have found just because the pace of my life as you all know have picked up quite a bit over the past couple of months because of mm-hmm. adding the third child. Um, who is fantastic, but you know, is time consuming.
1: Right. He's set yeah. up the reaction. Delta yes. G is you know, suddenly being reached a lot faster, whatever That's the exactly. entomology is.
0: And um, so I've been trying to be more intentional about that with um, friends because I can't quite like just call them anytime now because I've got a baby who's up like all the time. Um, but like to think of things like oh I see like an article um, on Facebook that I think they'd find interesting or something happened in life that reminded me of them to like shoot them an email or message them over Facebook or DM them on Twitter or, or However, my pre- however our preferable mode of communication
1: yeah. is. I'm trying to be intentional about the communities I connect with and yes. interact with. Like I have several private Slack communities, and now I'm on the Discord server with some people from Twitter. And you know, I have Twitter, of course. And of course, you can always be like, you know, the cat and just <laughs> yeah. in and like, you know, network like he does. Yeah, the, like, I hey, think hey, that... give him time now. I demand it. <laughs> Don't yeah,
2: life is so much easier. Would be so much easier if you were a cat.
0: Yeah, but we're not, so. I take yeah. my dog's life too. Yeah.
1: yeah. I mean, like speaking of, like, I mean, honestly, I, I mean, yeah, like the serious aspect of this is like, pets are serious networking tools, like. True. You know, <laughs> like, you share pictures of your dog or cat on social media. Um you know, guess what? People are going to connect with you over that because, hey, shared point of interest and your kitty is cute or whatever. And it's like, oh, I have a cat too. And then you start talking about job things all of a sudden and like, it's like, oh, hello. Like,
2: and the thing is, this is just like um, uh, an excuse for you to start talking.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> <coughs> and that's kind of what, that's not that working in a way. Mm-hmm. It's just like you're finding an excuse to talk and then you know a person and then after that you go whatever you want. Yeah. And I feel like in this world now, um, I don't know, I, I think that the the connections that you do on a daily basis, um, it could be important. But I feel like as now everything is connected and everything is social media, everything, it it's a lot about not only just um, trying to network in person, but also networking your um, social media identity. Kind of, okay, if you're on Twitter, you are going to share articles and do posts uh, about a specific topic and try to go there. Okay, this is what I'm interested in. This is kind of what I am. Uh, and, And same Uh, if you want to do LinkedIn, um, do that as well. And on LinkedIn, you could also even like, you don't have to stalk people or even directly talk to them, but LinkedIn has a way that, um, you build the network. So Mm -hmm. if you post someone, something, and then someone from your network likes it, everybody from their network will see your post. So you, you, you you could have this yeah that that build up effect on linkedin um but it can even though with facebook i feel like um you can totally do that uh not really like okay I'll go oh i'm looking for a job this is what i do these are my skills can someone hire me no you know but you can kind of like try to uh talk more about work or or tell them what you're interested Interests are, and do it a little bit more smoothly, I guess. Yeah.
1: Sure. Although, I mean, the direct approach can work too. Like, Mm -hmm. there are stories out there that working, so it's not like a, you know, never do that situation. Like, and we have a whole episode about LinkedIn in the Mm -hmm. from the first season of Recovering Academic, I believe.
0: Yeah, we'll have to. Yeah, we do. Yeah, like I think that part of. So I have two thoughts that occurred to me. One was Ian. I really liked how you put it. Like you're curating your communities, and I like that thought. Like that, because what you're doing by curating your community is you are are networking, like even if it's not direct networking to get like a job per se or figure out what kind of job is out there that you like, like you're still networking. Um, The other thing was that I think that I get hung up on a lot is that I'm going to do something wrong, like, there is Mm. a right way to network and there is a wrong way to network and somehow I'm going to stumble along and go the wrong way and irritate people and they'll be like no I shall never hire or talk to this person again she must be ostracized and shunned from all communities and you were were saying like you know you you know that um you can let these things grow more organically like Clady was saying or you you know you've heard stories of people who have asked straight up for a job or been like hey guys I'm looking for a job this is what I do. Anybody knows something that might fit me, and that's worked. Like, there is not a wrong way. And that most people probably wouldn't be irritated, because I don't think I would be if I was scrolling through Facebook. You know, somebody mm-hmm. Yeah, was like, I mean, people put it on Twitter, too.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's... Like, you know, I, if you're looking for a job, like, it's okay to let people know you're looking for a job and, like, maybe what you're interested in and, like, what you can do.
2: Yeah, I, no, that's very... I,
1: uh, all of these things have a low probability of, like, landing you in a job. Because, mm-hmm. you know, again, like, you might apply for hundreds and N equals one. And right. that's cess, right? Um, like, and this is true on the academic path, too, right? Like, Dave Schiffman, like, Why Sharks Matter on Twitter, like, at Why Sharks Matter on Twitter, just, like, had to ask the question about how many faculty jobs did you apply to before you got one? And, like, you know, the responses vary from hundreds to one. So...
2: Yeah, I feel like uh, the there is a difference between if you uh, – there is – yeah, I agree. There is no right and wrong about networking. It's more like each one has to find its own style and how it feels. I think in the end, if you kind of like, oh, I got to do that and do a script or or just – it feels – it feels unnatural. It will not go well because you don't feel comfortable to talk to people, and and then you just everybody needs to find its own way to do it, the way that it works for you, and the words you look, it feels natural for you. Mm-hmm.
1: Right. The important thing is to actually do it and yeah. spend some, like you know, and like be mindful and intentional about it. Like I mean, we've said this in the past before, right? On this point. Um, just you know be at least slightly intentional sometimes about it, you know, and yeah, and like I mean that's you know probably the best thing I could say, like you, know, you you have to do it like it's not like humans are obligately social animals, so like we're wired for this,
2: yeah, I feel like this is uh this is a good uh point to wrap up our podcast with the uh, Ian uh, advice just do it <laughs> I think that is a timely oh uh, yeah <laughs> uh... <laughs> if and... you know what I mean <laughs> yes
1: Yeah. But... okay <laughs> he doesn't come after us oh sorry I mentioned their name mm.
2: <laughs> thanks everybody for listening and we'll see you next time Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
0: Bye 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 Thanks for listening to the Recovering Academic Podcast. Our music is from bensound.com under a Creative Commons license. If you like our podcast, please rate and review us on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. This helps other people find out about us. You can tweet the show at RecoveringAcad. You can also find all of the hosts on Twitter. I'm at LadyScientist. I'm at Doctor underscore BMS.
1: And I'm at IH Street.
0: We're also on Facebook. You can find us at facebook.com slash recovering academic podcast. You can find all of our episodes and subscribe to our newsletter on our website at recoveringacademic.net. And don't forget, there is sunshine outside the Ivory Tower.